Guys, guess what? Newsflash. The Slago Podcast is on Patreon. That's right. What is Patreon? It's it's a, an exclusive platform where you can go and for as little as £2 a month get bonus podcasts, bonus content, early access to shows, early access to podcasts at www.patreon.com forward slash Podcast For just £2, you're going to get the extra Slagai podcast and audio-only podcast every Monday. You're getting Dog Walks with Davey, a Patreon-exclusive podcast where I just do a podcast while I'm walking my dog. You get an early access to the Slagai podcast out every Wednesday. And probably the piece de resistance, the, the jewel in the crown, the guest episode every single Friday. So if you like the regular Sly Guy podcast, you're a fan of what we do, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast to open up an entire Narnia of content. Go ahead, do it now. Don't tell anyone. The Sly Guy podcast is proudly supported by Pugs Comedy Club. That's right, Thursday night's longest running comedy club at Pug Ugly's Belfast. Listen, I may be biased, but it's my favourite comedy club in the country. If you're listening to this podcast on the 13th of October, it's on tonight. There probably aren't going to be any tickets left, but I'll let you know anyway. The lineup is myself, Andrew Ryan, Aaron Butler, and Pugs Comedy Club is back every couple of weeks. So follow them on Instagram at Pugs Comedy Club. Check out Pug Uglies on Instagram, on Facebook, on socials to see what's going on over there. If you're coming to the Comedy Club, why not make a night of it? Why don't you go in, visit Pug Uglies, have a few cold beers, have your dinner, have the Buffalo Wrap, which is my actual personal favourite. And then, you know what? If you if you if comedy's not enough, if you want to have a laugh on a Thursday and you're feeling a little bit hungover, come Sunday, if you're an old man like me and you've been drinking flat out, and by that I mean for a couple of pints on Thursday and you're still hungover on Sunday, try Pugs Carvery. And you're probably going to yourself, oh, I can't be bothered just driving into town, parking up, going to eat my dinner. They do deliveries. Follow Pug Uglies on social media. Go to their website, www.puguglies.com and see their Sunday roast. It is Belfast's premier Sunday roast in association with Belfast Premier Comedy Club in association with Belfast Premier Solo Podcast. Guys, Pug Ugly's Comedy Club in association with the Sly Guy Podcast. Guys, if you've got pubic hair, you're stinking. That's right, the Sly Guy Podcast is on a little bit of a fucking temporary deal with Manscaped here. You know what I mean? Manscaped want to see if you guys want to support them. I don't care, you can do whatever you want. If you want to get a discount, you get free shipping and 20% off any of this product, just go to manscaped.com and use the code SLY at checkouts. That's S-L-Y, very simple, SLY at checkouts. To be fair to them, you know, the, the products are decent. This is the lawnmower 4.0. You can shave your balls and dick with it if you want. This is the crop preserver and say what you like, it smells good, you know what I mean? smells nice this is a crop preserver a reviver actually a ball toner i mean i've been using this and my balls actually have no wrinkles anymore so i mean it is what it is but fair play to manscape you know they're coming on board they want to see what it's all about if you want to get their products do it if you don't hey no one's gonna die but respect them in terms of their grooming products they're decent products and also they're fighting the war on pedophilia so respect them about that and you're going how are you doing that dave if i use the code sly at checkout will that help arrest paedophiles yes but also they're make they're removing pubes off adults so people who are pedos and are a wee bit like into like no pubes and freaky and stuff these guys facilitate it not paedophilia but they facilitate the removal of pubes so if you are a perv and you want no pubes use these products saving people saving kids manscaped i'm probably the most underrated comedian in the world in my opinion certainly the most underrated podcaster in the world that's just my opinion. As a narcissist, you know what, what I'm not? Correct. Modest. But these guys are modest. They're modest beer. And they're bringing you delicious beers, delicious eels, delicious IPAs, delicious pilners, delicious stouts, delicious beers for your mouth. That's what they're bringing you. And where can you find out more about Modest Beer? On their social media. Their handles are simple. Their handles are modest. It's at Modest Beer. You can go to their website as well, www.modestbeer.co.uk, where you can find out everything you want about Modest Beer. You can subscribe to their brews letter, which is not like bruises in a punch. It's nothing to do with boxing or fighting. It's to do with brew. Not tea, beer. And it rhymes with news, brews, they're very intelligent. 
PR team there, Brews Newsletter. Find out all about Modest. Buy their merch there as well. Their merch is very slick, very stylish. We're going to get some. We're going to wear it in the podcast. Check out Modest Beer. Supporters of the show, supporters of me, and then by proxy, supporters of you. We love Modest. I'm the slack guy. Good whenever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Sly Guy podcast. It's always weird, isn't it, the the introduction of a podcast because people listen to podcasts at different time. I know I personally listen to podcasts in cars. What I do is I'm driving somewhere, I normally stick a podcast on. People are like, oh, do you listen to the audio? Nah, I get my laptop up on the dashboard and I watch video podcasts on YouTube. I just put it in front of the wheel. Sometimes I see outside the window, sometimes I don't. But that's the beauty of knowing your surroundings. You can drive your eyes closed or you can drive with a laptop on the dashboard and watch podcasts, each to their own. But what I'm saying is, I'm curious to know what stage of the day you listen to this. Ben, the snake rat, the producer of the Sly Guy podcast, is back again, two weeks in a row. Has your wife thrown you out or something, or why Why are you here, my friend? Well, it's just for a bit of warmth. A bit of warmth. See, this, is, uh, this makes a lot of sense. He does not allow to put his heat on his own house, same as me, so he comes to the studio, and we just kind of live here now. Just put a few logs in the corner of the room and light them on fire and... Yeah, but it's weird because you got central heating. So when I came in, I was like, why have you done that? And you're like, oh, because of the cost of living crisis. I'm like, we just got full heating that we don't pay for. So, I mean, just use it. Just turn it on. Switch it up. Turn it up, my friend. So in future, please don't put the the risk of all my equipment um, for fire. But very welcome. Very good to have you back. And do you feel happy to be back? It was good last week. We, we had a lot of fun together. And the people were actually saying it's nice to have you on the mic. Idiots. Yeah, thank, thanks, um, Mum, Dad, for the comments yes nice your mum um, strangely actually has only recently started listening to the podcast again sent me DMs flat out before that but I don't know what her problem is but respect um, it's good to have you it's nice to listen and if this is a weird thing too you're a man who you do listen to podcasts what was the weird podcast that you listened to that I couldn't oh, get my head around the New Zealand one yeah what was it called again it's just Brian Clint Brian Clint yeah I thought you said it was like like brilliant Brian Clint I was like I like that from oh. a guy Bree and Clint there you go. Like we think about names for a podcast. We think about Brandon, who's who hosted a girl called Bree and a guy called Clint. Bree and Clint. Correct. There and you it go. Adds a show. And when do you listen to that? Because this is something that blows my mind. Right? People sometimes listen to podcasts in the gym. What's that about? No. No. What do you listen to in the gym? Um, not much. I don't really go to the gym. Oh, just naturally, buff or what's? Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I listen to rock music in the gym. I like to listen to traditional. Hardcore. I like to listen to Dio when I'm in the gym, just like fucking pump up and scream and all. Do you sing along with it? Yeah. We're after the witch. I just pumping my biceps up. We can never go home. And the awkward thing is, I train in my garage, and the garage isn't too like uh, soundproof. So when people are just like, when Jean next door is putting her bins out, you know, she's getting a wee touch of the fucking uh, back in black. I hit the sack. She's like, what's this guy doing in there? Or disturbed. Oh, gonna be sick there. <coughs> there we go but it's startling for and I'll tell you a true story one day I was working at my gym now I am a guy who likes I, inside my head I'm a physique guy right inside here I used to be and I still believe I am in real life I'm a fat guy okay we're trying to do our best we'll talk about that in a minute but sometimes when I'm working out I like, I like uh, what, what do you wear when you when you did work out what would be sort of an outfit you'd wear if you went to the gym sweats and just probably like a football top a football top right what I would wear I would go in in a pair of shorts I have shorts on I like you know I like to wear a stringer you know I'm a stringer guy I'm always going to be a stringer but then I come in with a hoodie on because it's my cold garage so being there with a the hoodie on I get in the exercise bike I get the legs going trying to get a bit of body temperature up you know maybe lift a few weights once I start getting a bit of heat about me the hoodie comes off the and it's just begins. the stringer the show begins right so one morning, I get up early before everybody else. I was just pumping. I was feeling really good. I got a real good sweat on, and the bike was doing some squat jumps and things. Very sweaty. Took off my top. And then I thought to myself, the stringer just was too wet. The stringer being so wet was... It sounds a bit sexual, lad. The stringer being so wet was making me cold. So the wet, the wet vest was making me... So I took the vest off, and I was standing, pumping weights, just nothing but my shorts, just looking into the the glass of my of my garage. Now, the garage is directly facing Jean next door's garage. And like, 
She's never in a garage. She's an, an older lady. And the garage is, you know, I just thought it, and it acts as a mirror to me, you know, because in the dark days, it just reflects. Now, the only awkward thing was, for whatever reason, Jean was sorting out a few pots in her garage this particular morning. So she just flicked the lights on and I just stand there. I'd probably just look naked because of the, of where the window actually goes to. So she just see me just fucking pumping weights, just going, girls, girls, girls. She's like, I don't know what's going on here. She closed her blind. I think it was too much for her in the morning. But I kept pumping. And that's the motto. See if you get caught pumping, just keep on pumping. Keep sweating and keep pumping. That's the message I give out to people. And that's what we're working on at the minute. I know people like to listen to this podcast a lot for humorous content, lighthearted content, perhaps parenting content, perhaps just miserable content, perhaps mental health advice. Oh, mental. But, I mean, don't know why <laughs> that's not beneficial at all. But people also like to listen to it for fitness tips because everybody knows I'm the physique guy, Ben. You ask, people say to you a lot of times, you're like, why do you continually work with Dave Elliott? And what do you always say? What what do you say, actually? I'm curious to know. Um, I think there's a legally binding contract. Legally binding contract. I was going to say also a physique guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. And you know what? I want to say it's going to be a physique guy winter. I know a lot of people target the summer. You know what I mean? But le- listen, summer bods are built in winter. You know, and this is the time where people start to hibernate. People start just taking on the extra calories to bulk up so they can just be chubby over winter and then come back and have to do a big cut for summer. But the physique guy winter's in. You know what I'm saying? We're cutting in the winter. We're getting the fat off us. We're getting in that exercise bike. We're giving Gene the gun show at 6 a.m. Just getting in shape. And you know why? Because before I've always been working towards, like, goals and targets and shows and other things you know what now i'm just doing it i'm just doing it for the sake of it so i'm just getting to work out for the sake getting my my steps up and just enjoying it so what i'm saying is to the sly guy universe the sly hards and the rider slides out there i want to see some physique guy winter performances going on when people use that hashtag if you're training in the cold i want to see it i want to see a physique guy winter and i don't want to see like we don't train like like ivan drago no way, we're rocky. We're rocky. We just get a bit of sweat on us. Some stringers just head out into the fucking forest. You know? Go to Giant's Ring and then afterwards do a workout. That's what we're all about. And this is what Physique Guy Winter's all about. Are you up for getting involved in the Physique Guy Winter, Ben? What's your, your target? Do you have any holidays planned for next year? No, but... Yeah, but no harm getting in shape. I like that. Are you have any holidays planned? No, but yes. No, so you're up for the physique I winter anyway. 100%. Nice. And you have something I want. <laughs> something that I've offered you. Yeah, something <laughs> you've offered me. You have what I believe. Is it rickety? What you have that I want? Is it something that could, could potentially... Is it a bit old? Yes. Not I, that old, but yeah. But, it, and, but all I'm saying, Ben has something pretty rigid, pretty hard. A few ropes attached some ropes attached in his garage that I want and what what even is it it's some sort of like pulley machine isn't it yeah it's like a multi-gym right it's a multi-gym and I feel that's the one piece of equipment I need to complete my my home gym like everything a big multi-gym yeah well you see the thing about it is I need something I can pull down you know I need to do my triceps and that's what I need jeans just not doing anymore for you oh I thought you meant jeans as in <laughs> my jeans it's like I want to pull something down and that's right my jeans <laughs> I mean, listen, let's do it. Let's go to the gym, pull our jeans down. I did see a guy once doing a full workout in, like, matching denim and desert boots in the gym once. And, I mean, that, to me, was the spread animal I wish for. You know, it was just a guy in, full double denim. To be fair, he had a stringer on underneath. It was not a stringer, it was just a vest, but he was wearing double denim and, and cap boots, and I respected that a lot. But, yeah, I think we need to, we need to get that in. Because, again, what I'm lacking, I bought a drill, and I drill tried to drill this little like fucking attachment into my brick but for whatever reason my garage was built by the fucking Nazis in World War 2 and it was a bunker because you cannot drill through whatever the fucking brick is here maybe some North Stone Newton Ards brick but it couldn't do it that stressed me a lot trying to put those in and I just couldn't do it so I need I still need something I need my triceps to get bigger I need to do pull downs I need to do fucking the ab things and that's what you need to provide me with yeah, come by any time. Sure. I need to come by and see it. And what sort of way could I, how heavy, what, what do the weights go up to? Like, could I lift it and throw it into the boot of my car by myself? Mm-hmm. You just need, you need to take it apart first, though. It's girthy. Okay. It's girthy. And could you take it apart or is it apart? Can I look at it while it's erect? 
You may look at a Wild Seract and I... I would like to look at a Wild Seract and if I like it, maybe I'll... Take it home. Destruct it and take it home. Erect it at home. Mm -hmm. With the lights on and the windows open and no shirt on and the hope that Jane comes back to do some potting. You know, that'd be something that'd be a lot of fun for me. But... Yeah, I do need to see it. And have you have you taken going? I want you to make a video of it for me if you don't mind. Like, I want you to sell it, like it's on Facebook Marketplace. Do you want me to like show just just me doing a few work? Yeah, if you, if you could. What I want you to see, right? Oh, do you know what weight it goes up to? Like, I like it to be like at least ninety. Does it get that high? I don't. I honestly don't know what it goes to because the right. the because you know what the if measurements it, are weird on it. If it doesn't go that high, I can just do one arms. But I need to do the tricep pushdowns because I'm, I'm losing my tricep definition. That's not a good thing. I honestly don't know what it goes up to. You know to what I'm going to go as far as say? See if you don't have tricep definition, you should kill yourself. That's just how I feel. And every time I look at myself in, the, I say in the mirror, in the, the garage window, and I don't see my tricep definition anymore. I come with it. sure it's not just jeans when arms looking back at you? No, she's jacked. She absolutely ripped. Uh, yeah, she's absolutely <laughs> ripped the deck. Like she doesn't need any multi-gym equipment at all. And yeah, so I need to go around and get that. But I want you to do me a proper video of it. Because, and okay. again, don't sell it. Because I had a friend, right? One of, my, one of my best friends, and he had, I nearly said he had the best rack I've ever seen, which is true, but it was a weightlifting rack, and he had a weightlifting rack, and he put it up for sale at a very reasonable price, like a proper, and he had a load of weights and all, but fortunately I just didn't have the facility to take the equipment at the time, I was still living in my old house, I had nowhere to put it, if, you know, and I, and I missed that and he sold it. And uh, it was a sad day. And you know what he did? Once he got rid of rid of the weight, started brewing this modest beer. Cool. I loved his rack. And it was great. But now I'm trying to build slowly into my own gym space and I don't have massive weights. I have to use light weights, which is fine because I'm a fat guy trying to lose weight. But, you know, I still want to build those triceps. I want to build those triceps and I want to... Do you, do you use these small ones? Do you walk with it with the dog? No, you see what I do, the dog's a dickhead, right? He really pissed me off today. We went for because again, I'm married to a, a wife. I have a, I have a wife. She is a wife, and she's also a woman, right? And I know it's fucking not fair to label people in today's society. And I and but you know what? She identifies as a woman, and I'm sorry. That's just what it is. But she decided today. You know, it'd be a lovely thing to do. Oh, so gross, going on an autumnal walk. So she decided to get me and the kids and the dog and the will walk. Now, it w let's be fair, it was a nice time. I did enjoy it. I like getting out with my family. Spoof. But also, the dog was just being a dick. Like, see, whenever I take him out by myself, like, I think he knows that I am the ultimate disciplinarian. I think he respects me. I think he does what he's told when he's with me. See, when he's out with the kids, dick. Like, he pulled the whole time to the point that I felt like I've hyperextended my elbow. If I was doing tricep pushdowns, my triceps could just be like this, set. He could not move. But I'm weak at the minute. My shoulder's weak. He can, he can smell it. He can smell the weakness. You know, he knows exactly what's going on. And I actually felt like I've, I've injured my shoulder tendons. You know how I did that? What do you, what do you reckon a reason that a, a, a fucking tough guy like me might potentially injure the shoulder tendons? What do you reckon he might have been doing to, to do that? Trampolining. Trampolating, maybe. Any, any other activities that tough men do that you think might might have caused an issue? Potting flowers with Jean. Potting flowers. There'd be no potting with Jean, let me assure you. But um, no. What I was doing was carrying a two-year-old upstairs. And my two-year-old, right, has got to the stage in her life where she's just a fool. And again, if she listens back to this when she's older, she'll probably be offended. But hey, I don't care. Full-blown dick. You know, ter people say terrible twos. She's, yeah... I was bringing her up, up to put her to bed, right? And change her nappy. Because here's the thing. Shit all over herself, right? And she's too immature to, to sort that herself. She doesn't know when to go to the toilet. Like, what the fuck's up with that? So I was bringing her upstairs, <coughs> trying to change her nappy. I was holding her. But what she was doing, we dick, was putting her feet against my chest and pressing out. And then if, if I let go of her, she'd fall down the stairs. And then for some reason, I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? It was her fault. She was really pushing, and I could just feel my shoulder. And whatever way she twisted, I was like, ah, oh, no. And my shoulder's been really sore ever since. So that's happened, and the dogs pulled me on my weak elbow. So I need I need to get this to, to, to fucking strengthen up. Otherwise, people are going to see I'm weak and take advantage of me. They're going to blow me up. Putin's going to drop a few nukes on me, blow, blow it out, and then there we go. Speaking of that, have you seen what the Ukrainian government have been at on Twitter? No. 
I think Zelensky, the the Prime Minister of Ukraine, used to be a stand-up comedian. You know that? Yeah. I think he's got one of his mates running their Twitter account. Because remember when there was just an explosion on the bridge between like Russia and Crimea, the annexed area of the Ukraine, which Russia have taken, it blew up. You know what the um the like this is the official blue ticked government of Ukraine Twitter account. You know what they wrote about that story? They wrote sick burn. Right? So what the fuck? Who's doing that? You know what I mean? This is the world we're living in nowadays where literal countries are at war just mugging each other off on social media. Are you going to check this out? Yeah, Sick burn. What it, I'm going to have a look, but... Yeah. Check it out, mate, because it's it's ridiculous. Sick burn. They are classic, to be fair to them. Have you found anything up there yet? It's the defence of Yeah, Ukraine. could be, yeah. Did you, look, did you type in sick burn? Mm-hmm. Not, nothing yet. Please. Nope. Okay, well, that's made a dick of me there, Ben. You need to be quicker. You need to be quicker on the production side of things. Well, I don't, I I don't it. think this is blue uh-huh. tech, but... Yeah, it doesn't look... It's there, okay? I saw it online, so I know it's true. All right? You know what, Ben? Do you think you could be doing better? What, by, by searching faster? No, do you think you could just be a better producer? Do you think that's something you could look at doing? I think you need to make changes. I think this is not good enough. It's not quick enough. I think you need a life coach. That's the thing you need. Well, who would you suggest as a life coach? I mean, you know what? Somebody actually asked me this um, rant. You know why we put a call out for questions every week? Say, listen, give me some questions. We'll talk about in the podcast. Somebody actually sent me a DM like in the middle of the week they couldn't wait for the call for questions so they quite literally were like Dave can you discuss this on the podcast please and again I feel like I sort of you know what I'm going to lie my, my finger's not in the pulse you know a lot of people like to be in with like what's going on on social media and blah I'm a, an old guy bit out of date and things my finger's not in the pulse I have my hands in the air somewhere you know what I mean but someone asked me to look into the phenomenon of life coaches like look at what life coaches are and again it's weird because there's a few like local people who do that kind of stuff, like positive thing. And I think it's all kind of stemmed from, for a lot of it's come from the pandemic. Have you seen these kind of guys that are out trying to like motivate people and tell people like, like and then whenever I got into this, a bit of a, a wormhole of it, you're seeing like a lot of people like trying to come on and coach businesses. So people are coming on being like, all this shit, yo, if you want your business, and here's the figure they always use, if you want to turn your business around, have six figures, and then I'm like, that's seven, mate, no harm to you, that, like, this is the level of people, like, if you want six figures, and like, why would I listen to you, you're dense, do you know what I mean, and it's always like, how do you, you do that, if you want to turn your clients into full-time sustainable, what do you need to do, and it's always like, sign up to a program that I'm doing, it's very expensive, which basically is around about way of me saying, just see what you're doing now, do something else. And that's kind of it. And people fall for it. You know, there's no, like, there's no qualification that makes, like, I could just be a life coach. Maybe that's what I should do, Ben. I Like, tell me something that you think you, you need some advice on, and I'll offer you advice. I'm now a life coach. By the way, if you want to be on the Sly Guy Life Coach program, Ben's drawn it up right now. It'll probably take seven weeks by the time you look stuff up, but it'll be there in seven weeks' time. So... Mm-hmm. I find my productivity is quite low. Right, okay. And I find that during the week I just kind of stump a wee bit. I need to get, pick it up a wee bit more. And so, for example, we'll keep it to podcast related because we don't go into too much personal information here about your productivity. But what what do you think is, is low regarding a podcast? Like, say you're making clips, right? Yes. And say you're like, that's slow. And why do you think it's slow? Look at yourself. Why do you think your productivity is slow? Probably, um... Um... I don't know. You know what I would say? First things first, you need to be more decisive. Th- yeah, first thing you need fair. to do, you need to decide what you're doing and, and do it. And you say you find yourself to be sometimes lethargic. Yeah, I guess I said that, yeah. And you know what? Don't be. There you go. Don't be lethargic. How much do I owe you? 500 quid. Do more as well. You, you, this is your problem. You're saying you find you're not doing enough. Do more. This is what these kind of guys do. Like I saw some guy be like, listen, are you feeling depressed? Don't be depressed. Be happy. And people are probably going, oh, yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe I am, but fucking miserable. Let's just be, let's just be happy, you know? Like, let's let's just fucking give it a rattle and do that. But 
it's it's just there's no like it's just you know things literally the life coaches do is just tell you basic shit that if you just took a minute to think you'd be better at it you know what i mean it's like like are you, what frightens you in general yes like is there anything you're like i'm frightened of that let's just go with the dark don't be frightened of the dark because why the dark's only dark until it's light there you go what about um mike myers mike myers doesn't make good films anymore Austin Powers is probably his last banger, other than that. What about just monsters and Mon scary things? Monsters aren't real. You know what is real, though? Your ability to focus yourself and be grateful to be alive. The monsters haven't got you. The monsters haven't killed you. You're still alive. And do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about how lucky you are to be alive? What do you think about the, the actor John Wayne? Not, not a huge amount. Yeah, he's dead. Not great anymore. You love Michael Jackson, didn't you? You couldn't get enough of Michael Jackson. You still listen to Michael Jackson. He's your idol. You know, pastor, pastorally as well as musically. You follow him on many levels. But Michael Jackson's dead. He's not able to wake up in the morning and say, Shamon, you are. So what I'm saying to people is just get up, look in the mirror, say, Shamon, right? There was a woman who I was linked to by friend of the show um, and my sensei, of course, John Joe Flood. And he said to me, check out this and tell me what you think. I was quite literally like a lady doing a speech. And in her speech, she was like, she just went, are you poor? And people were like, yeah, a bit poor. She's like, you don't have to be poor. The only reason your bank account has got no money in it is because you're not thinking your bank account has money in it. And then she was like, every day I get up and I think there's money in my bank account. And eventually, there's money in the bank account. So it's all about what you think will become real. And then like people who are in the comments this video were like, but I'm skint, mate. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't just imagine money. You need to get up and do stuff to get money. And, but that's, like, people are watching that being like, oh, I would like to. Like, here's the thing. Everybody wants everything the easy way, the quick way. The simple way. If someone said to me, go home and imagine you're rich, I would just go home and imagine I'm rich. But clearly I know it's BS. And a lot of these life coaches and mentors and stuff are just spoofers. Like if people come out and just say, listen, I'm spoofing you and you fall for it. If you want to convert your business to eight figures, all you need to do is this. You need to meditate. You need to write your goals down. You need to be grateful. You know what? There's some elements of it you can understand. I don't get writing down gratitude. Like writing it down is just a waste of paper to me. Like what, say for example you're having a bad day Ben what do you do other than hit the drink Um, like if I'm at, like, at work and have a bad day yeah it's just you're fucking annoyed do you bring it home do you like if you have a bad day at work like say for example today you look at our figures and they're down for whatever reason do you go home and like just fucking start digging out your family just fucking have some of that or I tend to go and have like half an hour either in the car or like walking around the block and clear my head do you ever get away with that like or do, does like your wife know did she time you and be like you should be home in like say 20 minutes and if you're turning an hour later she's like where were you because my wife will do that to me so so yeah. it depends how, I, I can't push it too far but mm -hmm. I can go up oh, traffic yeah that's fair but no I, I just feel like the only the only place I get total privacy whereby I can like have thoughts um or in the shower is one. And other than that, when I walk the dog, they're the two times that I'm kind of like just, I'm just in the moment. That's when I'm living my purest life, is when I'm in the shower or with the dog walking. That's Combine it. the two. Bring the dog into the shower. I've tried that once. He actually had a highlighter <laughs> and covered himself in pink highlighter. I tried to bring him in the shower and it was like something on Mr. Bean. He was just I was absolutely horrendous. But like I tried this, because this week, right, I've spoke about this in the Patreon podcast at length, but and, and I wanted to run this by you to see what you think because you're a parent, and for those of you who aren't parents, what that means is you have you, you're responsible for kids, right? So whether they, whatever, that's being a parent is okay. So some people be like just having children as being a parent. No, being a parent is being present. Is that right? So what my point is, right? My parents, like we don't put the kids in the nursery every day. You know, Holly goes to school. She's out at lunchtime. Matilda goes to the nursery one day a week. 
couple other days maybe, the grandparents will take them for a bit of time. That's all good to allow me to work, Catherine's at work, whatever, right? Both my my parents and Catherine's parents met together like at some sort of fucking Targaryen House of the Dragon style meeting and they decided amongst themselves we're going on our big holidays at the same time. So my parents have fucked off for three weeks, hers are away for two and it means there's no childcare. So usually whenever Catherine goes to work, I would go to work and then we would like let, you know, so a couple of days a week we're both at work, otherwise it's one or two of us. When the parents are away, one of us just has to at least to always be there for the kids. So when Catherine's working her long shifts, I've got the kids. So I was there with them for a couple of days this week. And day one, my head was completely melted. I had a gig miles away in the countryside, which by the way, was a 10 out of 10 gig. But all day I had to look out. I was just exhausted. I was like, I can be fucked driving two hours to go to this gig. But then I got there and it was a nice time. And see, by the time she got home, I was exhausted. I was more tired looking after both the kids at once than I was, you know, just going to work for the day. And then the second day, though, I woke up and I was like, I was too stressed yesterday. I was stressed out about the gig. I was stressed out about other things. But then I was like, you know what? This is a situation I would have wanted to have been in in life. You know, I wanted to have kids. I wanted to have a wife. But when I was younger, I was also a stupid bastard and didn't realise that I could just be a single guy, playboy forever. But unfortunately, I got what I wished for and it's all good. But I, th- I thought in a moment, I should be grateful for this. You know what I mean? Rather than moaning about it and being fucking stressed out, I just thought to myself, I'm going to enjoy this day. Now, it wasn't as bad as the day before, but it was, you know, and that's all from just being being grateful. And do you ever think that yourself? Do you, are you grateful your kids or just melt your head? Do, do you ever have to look after both kids yourself for a long period of time? And if you do, what do you think about it? Um, I'm grateful for my kids until I have to spend more than like 10 minutes with them. And then I'm just like, these kids are... Fucking melters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if I, yeah, looking after them for a while, you're just... You have to, they're ups and downs constantly. Yeah. Whenever you look after them, they're brilliant. And then they just do your head and then they're brilliant again. Yeah. That's it. They, they, they fucking lure you in and they're psycho. So after that, I did practice gratitude. I didn't write it down. But I said, you know what? I'm grateful for the kids. And I tried to enjoy them. Brought them to soft play. Fed them full of fucking McDonald's and put them to bed at two o'clock in the afternoon. But it was still, it was a fun morning. But I just sometimes find that that's the benefit of it. But see, in generally, I find a lot of like people that try to, it's always like the, the cold selling, isn't it? People are like sign up to my program and your life will get better. But I mean, basically, obviously, if you change, if you're having a terrible situation and you make changes to improve your situation, generally speaking, things will get better. Do you know what I mean? So just common sense. These guys are like, listen, sign up to my program. So what we're saying is basically, if you sign up to Patreon, Fort slash Sci Guy Podcast, we're going to put on uh, a, a, a life mentoring course. We're going to give you some advice on how to improve your life how to make it better, how to better yourself. So you're working on that at the minute, Ben, yes? Yeah, we're going to add an extra £100 tier. Right, just okay. For, that, just for Patreon? £100? That's, that that, that's just for taster. Right, okay. So just literally just do better. Guys, just do better. If you want six figures and you want to do better in your life, sign up to my program, Only Love. And then it's like, what's this based on? Just my own personal fucking advice or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. What are you doing over there? Because I've been, I, I'm feeling like you're distracted. I've just got loads of text messages there out of nowhere from my wife. Oh no, what what's she want? No, I think she was just trying to ask if everything was going and then like 50 messages arrived at once. Mm-hmm. So. You know what you should say to her? <laughs> MIOB. <laughs> Hashtag MIOB, mind your own business. Do better. See how that goes. Do better, yeah. Like, just write back now as a challenge. Just do better and see what that would get. That might get me sleeping outside tonight. Yeah, but you know what? You sleep here with the log fire you made in the corner before I got here. It's all good. How long have we been talking for? I feel like I've been fucking talking shit for too long. Probably about half an hour. So. Half an hour? Probably about half an hour. How are you not keeping time here? The problem is it involves miles because we did the intro bits first of yeah. all. Yeah. You know what else I actually need to talk about? This is probably something that should go have gone at the top of the episode but I'm doing another show man in and finished no more stand up I'm not doing another R show for the foreseeable anyway but what I am doing is I'm recording my bits and pieces show I should probably say it's probably more bits and pieces because it'd be more than just the show 
But I'm recording a stand-up special on the 11th of November. Ben, what are you doing on the 11th of November? You need to get a babysitter because it's in Bangor and I'm doing my show in the courthouse and you and your wife need to come and see it. All okay. right. I'll sort you out with tickets. Thank you. And then I'll send you the link and you can buy them. But, um, no, so, oh well, you can still pay. But yeah, the tickets will be in the description of this video. And it's a special, so it's being recorded. It's going to be going out on Patreon to people down the line. And yeah, I feel it's, and I hate to say this because it sounds like spoof and I hate promoting shows. But it's been my best received show to date. A lot of people have had a great time at it. And I just want to do it in the home city of Bangor. I want to do one last go and just give it. Oh, fucking. Give it to people, let them enjoy it, and then just be done. Just go off into their retirement and have a hiatus and just leave you to it, you know? That's about it. So link's in the bio, it's in the courthouse. It's a big deal, so if you could just buy tickets and tell people and share it in the bio. See if you listen to this podcast, share it, share it in your friggin', I don't know, story or whatever else. What have you thought about this episode, Ben? Has it been any good? I feel like it's been a fucking negative ninny podcast full of born shite. I felt you've turned negativity into positivity. Yeah, you know what? Here's what I need to do, right? I need to stop being negative. I need to stop being miserable. And you know what I'm going to do? There we go. Do better. Take your own advice. I thought you were going to save your own life. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Take your own life. <laughs> I'd be like, wow. I tell you what, that would do views. You would have to upload it and you would have to do it in a way that YouTube didn't take it down. But if we did that on camera, wow. I mean, it's a one-shot thing, though. Yeah, are we in focus? Because yeah, it's a good thing you're here. <laughs> so like, as long as it's in focus, that's I'm the Have you pressed record? Yeah, have you pressed record? Are we recording? Is the audio there at least? They're both, they're both going fine so nice. far. Nice, so maybe that's what we need to do. There we go, get the viewership up. But then again, I would have to say you need to subscribe to the Patreon too to keep my family going, you know what I mean? Because in my absence. In fact, there'd be no childcare. We'd need, we'd need the Patreon to pay for childcare, which is like, what, how much? Like 200 quid a day or something nowadays? It's too dear. How are you getting on with stuff at the minute, Ben, anyway? How's, how's life hitting you, this this recession, this cost of living crisis? What about, are you allowed no heating on? Are you allowed to have a shower? Are you allowed to turn your gas on? Are you allowed to have the TV on? Are you allowed to have any lackey on? What's the story? We can have a bit of everything on, but not too much. We can have a bit of heating on. Maybe you sound like a life coach. Mo- everything in moderation. Do you know what I mean? My wife is just like, she has, she's bought this like little like electricity meter off Amazon and she's added it onto our electricity. So whenever she's out of the house, she can see how much electricity I've used. If I've turned any lights on, if I've turned the television on, if I put the tumble dryer on, if I put the heat on and she comes home and she kicks the fuck out of me if I've even even so much as flicked on a light during the day. She doesn't like it. I would like it if she had remote control of it. So if you're sitting there and yeah. all of a sudden TV goes off, lights go off, get a text from her saying... Too much on. Too much on. Well, what happened one day, and it was like something out of a fucking horror film. She came home, I was using the tumble dryer and a snake. Because, you know what? It was miserable outside. I needed clothes. Put the tumble dryer on. I thought I'd get away with it. I turned it off. But she came back. For whatever reason, she must have smelt warm, clean clothes. She must have smelt warm laundry and been like... <laughs> she walked into the garage, Fort slash my gym. Didn't see Jane out potting at this point. And she put her hand in the tumble dryer and felt that it was warm. And she came in and just effectively kicked the fuck out of me. So now I'm terrified of using it. So what I'm doing is, like, you ever use that technique where you hold clothes and just swing it around your head like a fucking helicopter? To try and, like, ring it, like, proper Victorian style. I got taught how to do that at the Ulster Folk and Transport Museum. Which, by the way, only recently I realised it was the Ulster Folk and Transport Museum. Used to think it was the Ulster Fucking Transport Museum. And I don't know why everybody hated it so much. You know, for a long time, I was just like, have you been to that Ulster fucking transport museum? And I was like, no, I don't know why everyone hates it so much. But it's the Ulster Folk and Transport Museum. And the folk part of it is the best part. The fucking transport museum's a bit shit. But the folk museum's great. Transport bit's a bit creepy. Yeah. Well, what do you think? It's, it's very, like, 70s, isn't it? Yeah, because my mum and dad live down the road from us. We went to it all the time. Yeah. So I have... I just, from a young age, always terrified me. The, the transport part? part? What yeah. was it then, transport, but that scared you? The the, 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 the models in it, like the, the people, like on the, the... Yeah, I mean, it is in North Down, so you get a lot of sexy people visiting. <laughs> so those models are very creepy. So we were done, like, if you go, like we would go there when it was getting dark, just uh-huh. just for a walk in the evening. To the folk and transport museum? And as it was getting dark, and then it started to turn the lights off. How rich were you? So did, you just, did you have to pay in? 
Every time. Members. My mum and dad were members. Of the, hold on. I've been to the, the transport museum twice, I think, in my whole life. And it's been the same both times. What do you do with membership? Now, I will say this. I actually did have a membership of the Folk Museum for an entire year, which I won. Guess where I won it? How old were you? <sighs> Must have been about 10 or 11. So what was I doing that I won free membership to the Folk Museum? Did you do GB or BB? Not GB no. or BB, probably. Scouts? BB, what? Oh, Scouts. <laughs> Scouts. No, the Antiques Roadshow, mate. That was going to be my next guess. Yeah, I was at the Antiques Roadshow, and I won an award. I also won a pretty dope pencil case, which got me the shit kicked out of me in primary school, because why is a 10-year-old got an Antiques Roadshow pencil case? But I had it, and I got free membership. And I went, and effectively in the Folk Museum, I went around it once, but I guess it's decent, but then I went back regularly enough because they had a big pig in there and I was like I was happy to see the pig and again my parents were just happy to have me you know out of the house they were like listen it's your free membership not ours where you go we left me off at 10 in the morning see you at 6 alright fair enough I just wandered the folk museum probably like a, like they probably thought is this is this a ghost of a fat Victorian boy is this a ghost of what's the guy that sat in the corner eating his fucking curds and, or with a big fat plum He's a big fat boy from the nursery. The nursery rhymes stuck his finger Porgy in a Porgy. pudding. Georgie Porgy pudding and pie. Yeah. Kissed the girls and made them cry. Bit rapey, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Probably ask for consent before you kiss them. Georgie Porgy, you fat pudding eating bastard. You know what I mean? They probably saw me scooting about the folk museum, thought I was the ghost of Georgie Porgy. But that was just Davey, minding his own business, feeding the pigs in the folk museum. So anyway, fast forward. You're there. Why in the dark? And why are you walking there? Why aren't you just walking in the surrounding area? What are you doing? What, what, what do you mean, why are we walking there? Like you said, of an evening, you'd walk around yeah. the transport museum. Uh-huh. Like, why, why do you not just walk? Not why, why are you going into the transport museum to look at the DeLorean and then leave? Because you'd go through where the train station is, over the bridge, and down. It's just a Ah, right, walk. okay. So it's outside. I thought you meant you're just walking in, which is like basically the size of this office. Just walk around. Oh, nice. The transport museum? Again. Yeah. That's m- you haven't, you haven't explored the full museum. Oh, wow. Okay. So There's it's like five floors to it. Five floors? Well, well, five floors is a bit excessive. Like well, man, why? Three, I, three? Well, what we should do, we should do, well, you know what? Because we should get, we should go for a Sly Guy podcast. The annual, what we'll do is, what are those things that people have? An annual meeting thing. What's like a... AGM. An, an AGM. We should have the Sly Guy podcast AGM at the Transport Museum. In and a we'll DeLorean. In a DeLorean. Which, he was a paedophile, wasn't he? The DeLorean guy? Probably. Um, if he isn't, hey, sorry. But if you are, got you. But that's what we should do. That's where our AGM will be in the transport museum. And we'll go to the folk, fucking trans, folk part of the transport museum. It'll be a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, you know what? I'll say if it's shit or not. But are your family still members of the transport museum after all these years? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> oh, expect that. Everybody in the family is over 26 now. But yeah, they're still members. Do you members of anything else? You're National Trust guys too, are you? Yep. Oh, well, what else are you members of? Your parents are just dishing out memberships like nobody's business. I think that's pretty much about it, sadly. Yeah. Your dad's in the, what's it called, Stonemasons. He's a mason and an orange man and in the IRA. He used to be community. members of Explorers, I think. Now, Explorers is decent down in Portaferry. I like that. The problem is it takes so long to get there. Yeah. But you know what? I would rather drive to Portaferry than drive to somewhere like Lisburn, which is probably, is it an, about an equal distance? From Bangor, mm. maybe a bit further, Portaferry. But it's a nicer route because you're going down the, the I call it Northern Ireland's cock. You know, nice it's like the, the cock part. Yeah. It's a nice route down the peninsula and it's you're always going by the sea. Like, what's pretty miserable, um, whenever Matilda was born, that, that's it. That was what was a, pre- a pretty miserable time, though. Whenever she was only a baby, I found that the only way I could get her to sleep was like the motion of the car. She would only go to sleep in the car so like whenever Holly was away she was fucking sound and would you just put her in the fucking what's that thing back to nursery rhymes that again the darkest nursery rhyme of all Some somebody put the crib in the sky and pushed it down the baby cried or something what was it Um, the little boy breaks the cradle will fall what's that called rockabye baby right here's another thing rockabye baby on a treetop not responsible parenting why is someone going here's an idea this is what, this, in fact, this is something Shane would do. He'd be like, you know what I'm going to do? 
I think it would be a good idea to attach this crib to the top of a tree because the wind will rock the baby. And that would be his thought. He'd be like, you know what? This would be a good idea. The baby will rock. Somebody's gone to the top of a tree, attached a crib to it, put a baby in it, and then when it's broken, gone, ah, bollocks. Rock a baby on treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the boy breaks, the cradle will fall, and down will come baby, cradle and all. Doesn't sound too good, that, does it? You know? Holly would have just gone in a crib and rocked. Gone to sleep. Matilda wouldn't. She had to strap her into the car. I don't say strap her to the car. You strap her in the roof of the car and drive down the peninsula. I just used to strap her in the car, and I'm talking like f- four or five in the morning. And I remember sometimes, they ever just be, <laughs> they ever just be driving your car, and for some reason you think you're, like, about to die. And I don't mean in terms of crash. I just mean, like, I could swear I was driving down the peninsula one day with the baby in the car about five in the morning. The sun's just about to break in the summer. And I can just hear, it's not playing on the radio, but I can just hear Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. And I was driving along, just stop your crying, it's a sign of the times. And I'm just thinking, I'm just going to fall asleep, but God, I get away from here. And my eyes are closing, I just feel like I'm just going to, you never know, we've been here before, just shoot into the sea. But autopilot survived. It was a few times I nearly fell asleep myself on that relaxing peninsula drive, but didn't, thankfully, touch wood. There you go. There you go, Davy's advice, life, life mentor and coach, see if you're feeling miserable and you want to cheer up, strap a baby to the back of your car and just drive down the peninsula listening to Harry Styles. It'll get you through it. And that's what made her go to sleep. So for a lot of time, I just almost drive. And so I think I made it to Portaferry once with her before she went to sleep. And I would just, my move was, I would drive until she slept and then I would turn the car around. You couldn't go banger, needing arts, the Donna could eat and do like a triangle instead of going... Straight down. No, because why the fuck would I go to Newton Arch? Gross. <laughs> Stinking. I'd bypass that shit and just go straight down the peninsula. See you later. I'd sooner drive into the lock listening to Harry Styles <laughs> and I'd go through Newton Arch. I was like, no way. I was there. What was it there for recently? I was there for, I went to, I think it was the Crafty Fox for my breakfast. And then you know what? It was nice. It was nice. But Newton Arch has a lot of, I don't like it. There you go. You know, it's got a lot of like, uh, it's the enemy of Bangor for a start. It's also where the MOT centre is, which my Blue Bomber failed the last time. It's also the test centre is, which I failed my driving test a few times. It stressed me out. So it's bad memories. I used to work there and I used to have my head melted. And you know what? It is what it is. Newton Arch is just not my vibe, okay? Each to their own. But the Peninsula is a great spot. You know, I like going down there. Do you go down there yourself for much, Ben, or are you just a Bangor guy? Just stay in Bangor? Um, go to obviously the caravan quite a bit in Ballywalker. Oh, don't be telling people where your caravan is, mate, because they'll be down there looking autographs and looking the fucking paparazzi, you know. And I sometimes you remember last summer you were dying to get me your caravan. I haven't watched the Jeffrey Dahmer show. I'm a bit concerned. Like you were too keen to get me into that caravan. Did you have something planned for me? No. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a no. Okay, we'll see. Well, you know what? I'll come. I, I will come to your caravan and we'll see we'll see what's up now that I vlog things I know you can't kill me anymore so here we go that could be the first maybe not be the first because no because sure I was going to do I was going to top myself on the actual episode this week so I mean if you want the, the vlog content to be there um, we've got to go What what's the time like we're going to get listeners questions here because you know what I'm actually going to do go home and watch House of the Dragon so there we are it's truth we've got about 45 minutes right let's go because i feel i don't know how have you felt this episode's been guys let me know because i've sort of felt like it's i haven't really been ranty this week i'm too happy you know what i mean I'm, for once i'm fucking happy in my life you need like an anti-life coach you know what i maybe i need to be the anti-life coach my auntie if she was alive was kind of like that she's the bitch but anyway naomi said have you heard of the death grip now naomi is stinking and asks dirty questions every week that makes me feel uncomfortable. The jizzing in the sink question was the worst thing I've ever read in all my life. Now, the good thing about that is I have, Naomi was in my bad books for a long time. I've forgiven her, we've moved past it, and we're friends again. So Naomi, I hope this isn't going to make me fall out with you again. Here we go. Have you heard of the death grip and sent this story? I am a 28-year-old male, and I started having sex in my mid-teens. Hopefully with also a mid-teen, otherwise you've been groomed. But stopped having sex in my early 20s, specifically after my first real relationship came to an end. I was 22. I never thought it would affect me as bad as it did for as long as it did. But from 22 until recently, I've avoided relationships, even casual hookups. 
As you can imagine, I did what most people do when they're alone and horny. I masturbated for six fucking years. I mean, I'm going to hope there's a, a break in this. Dedication. Yeah, a few weeks ago, I finally said enough is enough and decided to start dating again. After several unsuccessful dates and almost reverting back to my antisocial ways, I managed to make a connection. She was cute, funny, oh wow, covered in freckles. I loved it. I mean, why add that? Towards the end of our first date, we agreed to continue the fun at her place. Based on her body language, sex was definitely on the table. I mean, I would prefer it in the bed, personally speaking, because it's designed for. One of my biggest fears, oh no, was, was coming almost instantly due to six years of zero sex. However, the opposite became my biggest challenge. I wasn't coming at all. I could practically see the season change while I was fucking. That's how long it felt. After thrusting longer than I've ever thrusted in my life, I pulled out and apologised to my date. She seemed as relieved as I was to stop. We were both complaining about being sore. I explained my six-year situation and made her understand that she did nothing wrong. It was all me. She understood and said it must be death grip. I'd never heard of it before, but then she explained it to me and it made sense. I googled how to overcome death grip and number one treatment plan was masturbate less. I opted not for not masturbating at all and guess what? It didn't help. <laughs> no money shot. I had sex with the same freckle-faced girl for three weeks and I think her vagina hates me. Yesterday we were supposed to meet up, but she called to tell me she's no longer interested in seeing me because I've made it uncomfortable for her to walk properly. Wow. I've masturbated this morning just to see if I can still come and the answer is yes. I've literally trained my dick to hate sex now and seem to have lost a potential girlfriend. So wow. Um, there we go. I don't know why... Or what you wanted me to answer about that? <laughs> I feel like it's just a, a big long story. Have you heard of death grip? No, I have. I do believe that's a thing. I think you can pull the wire yourself too much that you're just desensitized. You know, you've got that death grip, don't you, Ben? No, but my God, what a story! I mean, yeah, it's a big story, and hopefully, the guy and the freckled girl can walk all right and they've sorted their their situations out. But yeah, I mean, that was that was an interesting one. <laughs> It's a roller coaster. It was just, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, a lot to digest there. You know, I think effectively the guy. Do you know what I mean? This is it. Like I'd say, I'm not so much a life coach. I'm more of a, a you know, a sexual advice giver. And my advice to the guy would be: there are plenty of ways to skin a cat. You know what I mean? It's not all about you coming, Mister. You know, you could probably just give pleasure to a little freckle-faced freak. I mean, don't know if he's called her freak in there, but I'm adding to it. You can just give pleasure to the freckle-faced freak and then you just pull the wire yourself after. You know what I mean? It's not all about you, mate. So stop tugging on the pork stick and just focus on, you know, maybe doing some other things. You know, or that maybe also reached in fancy here, but I assume it's too much wire pulling. Michael has said, Arsenal for the league. Yes. Nah, Man City not a, uh, you know what do you think have you been watching did you watch that Arsenal match against Liverpool tremendous no um, I was out and about but I walking uh, around the transport museum as always uh, I think City will win but Arsenal uh-huh. strong second you know what I would just be happy to be in the Champions League again because it's my favourite there you go I would just be happy with that if Arsenal won a trophy and got back in the Champions League that'd be a great season I'd like Arsenal to win the League Cup we've not won the Carabao Cup since 1994 when I was 8 I don't even remember it so I want them to win the League Cup this year and then finish in the Champions League and for me that'd be a good season you know what win the fucking Europa League it's a shit competition let's just win it win a European Cup win the League Cup and let's build from there that's what I'd like to see happen this season but I think City I think Erling Haaland's the biggest freak that I've ever seen. I think he'll be the greatest player of all time. Just scores every week. I reckon he will score 50 goals in the league this season at the rate he's going. I think it'll be more than that. You think so? Yeah. Like, what's the record at the minute? Is it like... 30? 32 maybe, was it? Thierry Henry's? I just say... Most goals in a season in the Premier League. I think it's 32. Um, It is... Let's see. Well, 34 by Andy Cole. All right, okay. But that might be in their 42 league games. Right, okay. Um, 32. Thierry Henry? Mo Salah. Mo Salah? There you go. Well, 32, I think, I think he'll score 50, which is crazy. 
Unless he gets injured. Now, how's the World Cup work, actually, in that front? Because the World Cup's just in the middle of the winter or some shit, isn't it? Well, that's why United played at 7, was it not, on Sunday? Why? Just because all the games are all over the show. But does the league stop when the World Cup's on, or do the teams have to play with players that aren't I in the World think Cup? I think they stop, but not for long, because Haaland's not going to the yeah. World Cup, so he gets even more time to be a freak. Right. But how does that work? So, I don't know. I hate the World Cup in Qatar. I think they don't, don't start quite early, the, the league. Yeah. In the sea. So, it's going to probably just have a longer, or earlier start. I finish. hate the World Cup in Qatar. It's a little shite. The World Cup should be on in the summer. Shouldn't be in Qatar. Shouldn't have the air-conditioned stadiums. Shouldn't have to be in a place with such human rights fucking issues like that. Fuck Qatar. Fuck the money-grabbing bastards of FIFA. And fuck the World Cup. I don't give a shit. I mean, like, Northern Ireland aren't in it. But anyway, fuck them. Stupid Qatari bastards. Michael also says, not a question, but thanks for the podcast. Epic podcast, get me through the midnight feeds of a new baby. Fuck's sake, you've been mugged there like me and my friend. Because, can I ask Ben, were you, was your babies today, were they bottle fed or was it the mother's natural duty to feed the child? I mean, breastfed. They were mixture. M- mixture. Right, because what mixture. happened to me, early doors, my wife was like, I don't fancy this. And I was like, shit. Because I thought if you had to feed the baby, then you'd just have to get up and I wouldn't have to get up and do night feeds. I had to get up and do night feeds. So instead of listening to podcasts, what I did with our firstborn was I would listen to, I would watch Breaking Bad. So I got up, brought her downstairs in our old house, reclined the sofa, watched Breaking Bad, and I devised a system where I, she could sleep on top of me. So it was a way that obviously if I fell asleep, I didn't want her to just fall off my body and die. Or, you know, so I'd, I'd, I'm like strapped her to me in a way that she could, that was great. The downside is now when she's playing play kitchens, she's yeah. making crystal meth instead of. Yeah, she's cooking meth instead of like, again, what she, what did she make me today? She made me a kiwi, banana and aubergine surprise. Which, I mean, I think a lot of people on social media have received a kiwi, banana and aubergine surprise from time to time. But it was, yeah, it was weird. And I was like, well, that's not good food. Here's another thing. Kids do fucking shit things, don't they? And you have to be impressed with it. Yeah. My daughter goes to me the other day. She goes, Daddy, 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 look at this. And I was like, hold on. I was in the middle of, I think I was in the middle of making her sister's lunch or something. She goes, Daddy, 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 look at this. And I went, what is it? She went, what the fuck was that? Didn't say it, I thought it. And I was like, that's really good. And she's like, yeah, I'm dancing. It's like, why do I have to look at that immediately? It's like, why, why are you doing that? You fucking stupid freak. And like, this you, is the thing it's like you know nowadays like everyone competes in sports day they all get medals bullshit you, kids should, you should be able to go no offence that was shit like do something that impresses me and you'll get credit you, you can try that though do a few moves instead of Catherine like, yeah look what do you think it is what would she do she'd just be like you know what happened true story one day she caught me giving her the fingers behind her back she walked into her room and saw me doing it in the mirror right so <laughs> and like I was really pissed off about her something she just turned around and had to get out of me and went and she was like, what are you doing? I went, <laughs> she was, what are you doing? I went, nothing. She was, you give me a finger? And I was like, yeah. And she was, what are you doing with your face? And I was like, what? And she was, look at you. Why are you not scundered at yourself? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you were doing this. And I was like, you know, you just get so angry. You're like, She's like, you're like 30. What are you doing? At that time, it was about that age. Not anymore. She's like, you're th-. like, and then she's, it was the fact that she was like asking me to break down what I was doing was making me go, I'm embarrassed now. Like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> like, I'm just going, Pff. but it made me feel good until she saw me and then I was scundered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that, I think that is a, a thing. You know, that face just, even as a, as a, an adult, mm-hmm. you still do it just to get that little, like, mm, out. I think you need to. Otherwise, you just turn into a psycho, I think. Just gotta be careful there's it's no just, mirrors about. Yeah, just build. Unfortunately, I live in a house of mirrors. I live at a fun farm, a gypsy. There you go. I can't even say that word anymore. I get cancelled. Oh, sue me. By Manscaped. Sly. Podcast 20% off. Manscaped. Use that phrase all the time. Their emails to me. Um, speaking of the bitch, <laughs> she actually jumped upon the questions this week. And um, I mean, quite a long question. She actually split it over like four messages. And I was like, hey, just tell me. You're sitting beside me. My wife, Catherine, has said this. Last week, you spoke of your wife's annoying viewing habits. How about your annoying habit of saying you're not going to watch something, then joining in halfway through an episode or series and making me A, explain everything, and then B, not let me watch it until you're there. For example, Married First Sight. Now, what happens is she starts watching stuff, which means it's on the communal television, okay? So she's watching stuff on the communal television. I'm going about my business and my life. 
in the communal area, aka the living room, and there's shit in the communal TV. And I'm like, oh, you know, either my option is I go into another room and sit in silence by myself looking at the wall or myself in the mirror, go for a workout in the, in the garage and watch Jean do some potting. Or I go and sit with my wife and give her my company. Do you know what I mean? So then if you're going to give her your company and stuff's on the TV, you just go, well, what's this? You know, what's that? And then her response is always this. Oh, fuck, why do you why do you want to know? I'm like, well, because it's on and I, and I assume it's going to be something you're going to watch. She's like, just watch it and catch up. But then sometimes you're like, well, I can't catch up because I don't know what's come before. So then it's like married at first sight. I'm like, well, who are they coupled with? And then she gets all annoyed at me and stuff. And then once I get into it, for her, I do it for her, you know? And then she's like, oh, why why you won't let me watch it without you? I'm like, yeah, because now I watch it too. This is uh, It's gone from just being you by yourself. Like her life in general. It was just her by herself. Then I came along and made it better together. My love, you know? So that's why it happens like that. Do your wife do the same? Do Yeah, do you... Do you is it is it on the TV and you're in your computer yeah. or whatever and are you like it's like oh it's okay I don't want to watch that yeah and then you sit in your computer and then you keep glancing up at it until you're like yeah Hi. so what's this guy doing and then a bit of drama happens or there's a fight or something I'm like oh why are they fighting you know and you have a wee bit of you're just curious and you know curiosity killed the cat I do it all the know? time where I get offered do you want to watch this like nah I don't, I don't yeah. want to. I just gonna sit my phone and then ten minutes later I'm like please tell me but here's the thing your wives think you cannot ever have a change of heart like they think once you make that one decision that is it for example Game of Thrones I said I don't want to watch Game of Thrones I think she actually started watching Game of Thrones before we'd even met and then our our house had our soil pipe had a leak in our new house at the time we moved in we moved into a temporary house which was quite small so it was basically like a converted barn upstairs we were in so when she was watching Game of Thrones she's like don't you come out and ruin this for me I was just in the bedroom with no internet like and I could hear like an incredible epic battle going on so I creeped out of the bedroom and joined her I was like what's happening here now this was the battle in the final series of Game of Thrones like potentially the third episode from the very last ever episode of Game of Thrones and I just got into Game of Thrones in that one episode and then went back and started watching it again but she had to explain and she was like you don't know how much I've put into getting this far and you're ruining it for me and I was like alright and then I had to go back in the room just sit and look at the wall but I mean it is life that's love that's marriage isn't it and this is a good next question Sharon Besta said it's Thanksgiving here in Canada today what are you thankful for I'm thankful for Sky Television and my wife and the fact that we can watch shows together as a couple and I'm also thankful for I'm thankful for the listeners of the podcast I'm thankful for the snake rat um, most of the time I'm thankful for my kids I'm thankful for my life I'm very fortunate to be able to do this as a job you know this is my job sometimes it's great like at the minute and sometimes it's hard but you know what life is a roller coaster and you just need to ride isn't that what Ronan Keaton said life is a roller coaster you just got to ride keep on riding you fucking love it isn't that the song I really it's not you just gotta ride it you just gotta ride that's, that's life is a roller don't fight it just ride it my dick's a roller coaster. Get inside it. Is that not it? No. It's been years since Ronan's been there, but <coughs> that's what I'm thankful for. Um, friend of the show and friend of mine, not friend of yours, he doesn't like you, Psychic Glenn, says, <laughs> if you could have Dave, the 10-year-old, visit the studio, what would you tell him? I'd say, why are you coming to my studio? I'd say, Dave... Why, why, for a start, why is there a kid called Dave the 10-year-old? I assume what Glenn means is myself when I was 10, not just a local character called Dave the 10-year-old who's a little boy, age 10, called Dave. My question to Dave the 10-year-old for a start would be, why are you not called David? You only become Dave when you hit your 20s. You're, whenever your name is David, you're born, you're David. You, until you get your, like, sort of probably late teens, early 20s, you turn into Dave. Whenever you hit your 40s, you become Davey. Alright, so I'd be like, why are you called Dave the 10-year-old? That's a weird name. If it was myself visiting the studio, I'd be like, you know, just keep doing whatever the fuck it is you're doing and you'll end up, this will be your life, son. <laughs> you know, that you come in here on a Monday night to talk shit about roller coasters and Ronan Keaton and the Transport Museum. <laughs> this is what you could be. Don't worry about your education, mate. Just be a stupid bastard and you'll end up here. That's what I would say the 10-year-old Dave. But you know what? 
I'm grateful of everybody and I'm happy to be here. Lauren Prenter has said, tonight's episode of House of the Dragon is class. By the way, what do you think so far? Lauren, I am so excited to wrap this podcast so I can go and watch House of the Dragon. There's been rumours on social media and rumours in the media in general that this particular, this week's episode of House of the Dragon is some hot top shit. And I watch two shows at the minute, House of the Dragon, well three shows, I watch House of the Dragon, I watch Married at First Sight UK, and I watch Bloodlands, and by the way Ben, that clip you made about Bloodlands last week was the best clip of all time, so much so that I've shared it twice, I shared it last night again, people need to go and check it out because it was great work from you. The edit you did, the music, tremendous. Also, Manscaped have a weed whacker, which is a nose hair trimmer. I really trimmed way too much nose hair, and I have really itchy nose. I'm not being on coke this episode. Thank you very much. But yes, Lauren, I really enjoy it. Um, I don't know how to say this guy's name. It's It looks like Sam Tista. I don't know whether it's like supposed to be Sam Tista, like Batista, or Samaste, like Namaste. But either way, we'll read it. Sam Samtista Samaste says, I mean, when have I ever said those that phrase in my life? Imagine you showed me a, a clip of just Samtista Samaste. To me, I go, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Supermarket of choice, you can get involved in this one, Ben. Supermarket of choice in Bangor. Personally, Tesco Spring Hill is a top for me, as does Brutal. Yeah, I could not agree more. Why do you hate Asda, mate? Sly? It's not Asda. It's that Asda and Banger. Oh, right, okay. What is wrong with that Asda and Banger you don't like? Parking's a bit weird in it, isn't it? Yeah. You have to pay for your parking and you get your pound back. That's fucking... I forgot how weird that actually was. It's only if you spend a fiver. You have to right, spend okay. five pounds and they give you your pound back. And I just find that Asda, that Asda is just not for me. I find also, controversially, MIS and Bloomfield. No, I don't like it. Mate, I'm sorry. Hectic. We're going to end this podcast right now. Marks and Spencer's in Bloomfield is the goat tier. I'm sorry. Too, too many old people. Oh, but, shit. Nope. No, no. Pretending they don't see you and leaving their trolley blocking the aisle. It does my head in. You know what you do there? See if old people are blocking the aisle with your trolley. You just take them out. Because this is the thing. See about old people? Osteoporosis. Weak bones. Their bones are not meant to be struck with trolleys. So if you're a pensioner and you're in the way, listen, it's fair game. In, in in Bloomfield's M&S you get, you get your neck of femur which I only know that's my strong coordinator you get your neck of femur snapped and you know what happens when you go in need hip replacement when you're old ding dong dead <laughs> so there you go take him out be like listen Papa needs to get his mixed, mixed coloured grapes you know what I mean you're in the way have a broken hip enjoy death eat a dick thank you for listening to the Slag Out Podcast we'll be back next week buy tickets to the show subscribe to Patreon Ben let's get home see you later I'm the slack guy.